it, it's true. And, <laughs> right? and so if you know Lambeau Field, they, they kept us literally across the street from Lambeau Field. It's called the Midway Express. Yeah, it's that little course. hotel room. Yeah. Right. So this is how crazy because you're a Wisconsin, a Wisconsinite. You're a Packer fan, a Packer backer. You guys are nuts. Oh, I yeah. don't even I don't know my own stats from, high, from from college. I just don't. I couldn't tell you what I ran, what I did in, in, Scott, in, in, in Stanford. So when I got off the plane and I did all that and went over to the, you know, that all took until almost dark. By the time it was said and done, I went to the Midway Express and checked in like three, four in the afternoon. And then, you know, I was like, okay, I'm hungry now. I need to eat. Yeah. The guy told me where a Togo's or something was. It was walking distance, block and a half away. I walk over there to the to the Togos and I'm noticing something about Lambeau as well, because there weren't that, you know, none of the Packers were in town. So, again, there weren't that many people that looked like me anywhere around yeah. the facility until the until the team comes. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty homogenous in Wisconsin. OK, so especially Green Bay. Especially yeah, Green Bay. especially Green Bay. So yeah. basically, I'm a big guy and because of my, you know, my, my skin, skin color, like, uh -huh. obviously, I'm a Packer period. Like. So I got that and I understood that. Okay, these people probably know I'm a Packer. But I walk into Togo's and this is, you know, 5.30 at night. It's not even dark yet. I walk in. There's two kids working there, college kids, whatnot. And and uh, as I'm walking in, one kid looks up and he yells out, J.J. Laszlo. What? Serious? I'm like looking around like it's my name. Like, what the? Am I in trouble? What happened? He goes, he goes, Yes. J.J. Lasley, Stanford running back, and he starts spewing my stats. Wow. That's 29, 29 tackles. Da, 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 da. You know, 18 touchdowns in five years. Da, da, da. I was like, yo, man. How? He's like, you just, signed, you just signed on Friday, and you're here today. Holy crap. <laughs> and, and, this, and this was not like in land of Google either. Dude, like, this is pre-Google. This yeah. is – this is yeah. nuts. This guy knew my stats, knew I signed two days, you know, that that or two days ago and 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 let me know that I had a 15% packer backer discount. So <laughs> of course he did. did. Yeah, we take our sports very seriously here. Because, you know, once it gets cold, which I'm sure you were really actually quite lucky to not yeah. be playing for the Packers. I once saw not cold, one you would snow. die. You would be, that's where you would just curl into a little fetal position and want to just wake up later in May. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I missed all that. I missed all that. But it was, it was an amazing experience. That's you know, so cool. We, that's I so mean, cool. we just, and, and that little town, I mean, we, we still went out at night, you know, it was a little town and everybody knew who you were. It was crazy. Well, you know, that's the other thing we take very seriously is our socialization and drinking in Wisconsin. Yeah. It's a sport here as well. It, it, it really is. You know, I, I just <laughs> coming from college, I thought I was prepared, but I was oh, not prepared. No, no, um, no, no. Yeah, there were there were there were 117 pound bartenders who could drink me under the table. Yeah, probably girls too. I'm oh, I know, absolutely. No, yeah. 117 pound, you know, women you know and and just just killing me and i'm like yep. that's fine i don't need to be a drinker i'm a football player so. that's right. but so, yeah so that was an amazing experience right yeah, that you yeah. created. okay so i want you to tell us a little bit more about your your current business but also since time of stock market and 
dot-com boom and tech industry, now we're looking at a whole new animal out there, which is the Bitcoin market. And this is something that I find super fascinating. And I'm still learning a lot about it and blockchain and, and Bitcoin and all these things. But how are you kind of navigating through this new landscape of Bitcoin? And tell us about that with your company too. All right. Well, I, I have to go back to the tech. So there was a huge tech boom when I got to be uh, investment banking. I caught it mid-swing and and probably on it, you know, it started coming down like 98. Right when I was, yeah, was going to say, this is probably about 99, 98. Yeah. 99, yeah. So yeah. I, I got there, you know, 90, 95, 90, the end of 94 to the end of 97, kind of there. So I was doing all consumer goods and tech. And so we were taking silicon companies, you know, all the way from, from the actual making the chips to making devices to making technology that use the chips to making how you sell the chips, you know, it's everything A to Z. So I learned a lot about tech and Silicon Valley and what people were looking for. Um, however, I didn't understand it that well. So quite honestly, I was in the midst of the tech bubble, but I completely missed the tech bubble. It, it, it just went over my head because I was in it finding money for these companies, but I didn't get the big picture like, oh, I should put a hundred grand on one of these companies in Google. Like any one of these companies I would have put some money on, I'd be done. Right. Yeah. But I didn't. I, I feel you. Because I, I didn't understand it. I didn't, yep. understand, I didn't understand what my space was. I just didn't get it. And so, and I bring that up now because this time around, I'm not going to miss blockchain. I'm not going to miss blockchain and crypto. And that's what I, that's what I equated to. So I missed the whole tech swing because I didn't understand it. This second tech swing with, with blockchain and crypto coming, I completely understand it. I'm not going to miss it. But I do bring that up because, you know, so I, 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 I basically, within three months, I learned what investment banking was. I took all my money out of the stock market because it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. It's like playing the game Monopoly. I mean, literally roll the dice. It's a joke. It's, it's more than a joke. It's criminal. It's absolutely criminal what's going on. But regardless. So. Then I realized, okay, what can I believe in? So I started, you know, checking what are equities, what are commodities, what what is all this? And really, I it it kind of dawned on me, ninety seven, ninety eight, that the only thing that's actually worth anything are, you know, uh, commodities and and appreciating assets, appreciating commodities. So like your car is a depreciating asset. The minute that thing comes off. The auto line, it goes down. And then the minute you buy it, it even goes down more. So then I, so I started, uh, you know, in, in the 2000s, I got caught up in a, you know, I ended up coming down to LA, jumped on a tech bubble company, tried to end, tried to jump in a tech bubble a little bit on the, on the entertainment side. That shit flew out. And so then I said, I'm no more of this. So I got involved in real estate. And that's what got me real estate and real estate finance. Real estate is a commodity. Land, even if it's land with nothing on it, but obviously you put a property on it, it's an asset, an appreciating asset. So I started really getting into appreciating assets, and that's what led me into real estate. I ended up working at Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo Finance, started doing home loans. That was boring, but I understood it. And so I stayed in real estate finance, and now I do everything from home loans to commercial loans to business loans, business finance. And then that plays 
on the back end side of it. So business finance for appreciating assets and now business finance if you have equity, if, if you're going to take equity. So if you have a building or you have some patents that are worth something, then that's that's an asset we can lend you money on. And or if you just have a patent, but it's not done yet, but I can kind of talk people into it and get a white paper or something. Now, now you're talking about selling equity and an idea. Get your money. We take your money. We go build this idea. And now we've got an appreciating asset. So got I'm in it. that whole world. And so the got whole it. equity side, that's investment banking. You have an idea. You have a plan. You get these people to come in. They give you money. You make the plan. You make the idea. You make the widget. Everybody loves the widget. You sell the widget. Everybody buys it. Now everybody's buying your widget. You're making a bunch of money. Now you want to go public. You go public. You let public public people buy stock in your company. Now the company's no more about the widget. It doesn't matter about the widget. All that matters is that you sell one more widget today than you sold this day a year ago. Period. This is why the economy is broken. Same store sales. I sold 10 widgets today. I got to sell 11 widgets this same time next year. And if you, and if you miss that number, it doesn't matter how many widgets you sold. Doesn't matter if you opened up new markets. How many did you sell today in that same place? If it's not positive, if it's not adding, they're looking at you negatively. So it's, it's this weird game. Um, but yeah, that's the whole equity side of things. So I got the equity down in, in the investment real estate side. Finance, true finance is when you have a, an asset and now I'm going to give you a leverage to debt. Oh, your asset's worth a hundred, hundred dollars. Yeah, I'll loan you $70 on it. That's what housing is. So you want to buy a hundred thousand or million dollar house. You got to come in with 20%, 200 grand, and they're going to lend you the other 80 or they're going to lend you the other 70. So it's just that it's that same game, but just with bigger numbers. So now what Nova Finance does is we help you find money for your, for your house or your commercial property, or it could be a six unit or apartment building or uh, an office building. Or if you have a, if you have an idea, and some property to it, you put them together. So I'm just out here finding people money for either great ideas, great ideas that have products behind them, great ideas that need some money, some startup money to make the project to then get some more money to create it, and then get some more money to take it public, or you're already over here doing what you're doing and I can help you find money. So I'm 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 everywhere on the on the chain. And so what on I tell spectrum. people is, yeah, and if you have an yeah. asset, your house, a building, even a car at this point, some art uh, uh, or land. And this is a big thing I'm working on. Mines. So I've got a lot of oil mines and a lot of gold and silver mines that are you know, in the ground, asset, a survey, uh, basically, you know, $10 million worth of gold down there. I won't say 10, 10 billion, but you got to get it out. Yeah. How much does it cost to get it out? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I go help find the people to bring in the money to do that too. So 